0: Good morning everybody. Good afternoon. Where are we? We're afternoon. It's good afternoon everybody. Welcome to an episode of Living Light Outdoors. We are on the mic on a Saturday. Beautiful Saturday in Oklahoma. The wind is blowing and howling. You're probably going to hear some of that in my microphone this morning. it's uh, It's a little blustery out there today. But I want to share with you a little item that I love to talk about. Um, this will be an interesting discussion today now i got I gotta tell you that that when I'm doing most of these podcasts unless i'm like unless I'm reading to you one of my my poems that I've written um and administering about that poem uh I don't have any notes <laughs> so so what you're getting from me when we're doing these podcasts in in most cases is freestyle. I don't have any notes in front of me and and i'm and I'm doing that today. I don't have any notes in front of me. But I woke up with something. I I I, I dreamed about this last night. I, I uh, for whatever reason my dream world has 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 gotten out of hand. I guess, but I'm loving it uh, because it's good stuff. It's it's um, most of my dream time has become very spiritual. I don't understand what God's doing in me, but I'll take it. Um, it's much better than it being anything else. I can assure you of that. So, with that, I I, I spent the night. Kind of you know how you're in that subconscious. You know you're thinking about something, but you're really not awake, so you're not like really focused on it. But I had this song going on in my in my heart and in my mind all night last night, and up into the wee hours of the morning. And and it was that um, I think it's a Bethel music song. It's by Josh Baldwin, maybe. Um, That that's um, you know talks about you know my fear doesn't stand a chance. You know, my, my fear doesn't stand a chance w- w- when I stand in your love and, and man, it's a, it's an imp- powerful, it's an anthem style song. I love the, I love the song. I love the meaning of the song because, you know, I, I'm not going to be shaken is one of the words that says in there. I love that. I'm not going to be shaken. I shared it onto my Facebook because it was in me all night and into the morning, but in the wee hours of this morning, as, as I'm kind of getting to that place where I need to be awake and I'm not awake yet and. I, you know I mean, I've already heard the coffee pot percolating, but I'm still quite, quite awake, you know and, and And what started in my mind was a message about music. Now I, I have used music in, in some of my ministry over the years, quite frequently, and, and I love to talk about music because music is very powerful. Um, it, it has a very, very much a sense of power in, in how it affects the human. So with that today I want to I want to talk to you a little bit uh, just just about music. Um I read something yesterday on, and it was on Facebook, you know, that social media thing. So it's not like I read it in the gospel. It was social media gospel or <laughs> or, the, or maybe you should say the social media goss, gossip column. That's that's probably more like what it should be. But something really bothered me. It was a statement and it was actually put out by um I'm going to call it a religious factor um just because for lack of a better way to describe who who said this. I'm not going to talk about who who they were and it wasn't an individual it, this was a, a page that posted something but what it posted was an individual's statement about today's music, today's Christian music, okay um, and, and I use that term loosely. You know, I, I usually put Christian with the little quotations. You know, the little whoopee doos around the outside edge. Um, and, and I had a conversation today already on the phone with a gentleman, and and I and I told him I don't use, I don't call myself a Christian anymore uh, because I think we've messed that word up. We've, we've to, to tell somebody you're a Christian has no meaning anymore because we've watered down the value of Christianity. So, so I tell people today, I am a follower of Christ. I do the best that I can to follow Christ in his footsteps and in his teachings and in his way. So I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. But in that, this this, this particular statement was talking about how Christian music today, Christian radio, and it, and it actually named a radio station, one of which I listen to and probably many of you, if you listen to Christian music at all. It talked about the failure of of the Christian music industry today to utilize properly the doctrine of Christ in in the lyrics. Well, okay, it's your opinion. I don't care. Have your opinion. I'm fixing to give you mine. You can do with it what you want. You can argue with me. You can, you know, I can tell you right now, arguing with me really doesn't solve too much problems. Because I, I I don't argue well with people. If you don't like what I say, I, I'm okay with that. You know, I'm, I'm going to give you an opinion based on how I feel, how I believe. Um, so so we can we can take it with that. So, but I got to reading some of the comments, and, and you know how the the gossip strip and Facebook can be. Um, when you start reading the comments, I mean, there's some there's some good stuff that comes out of it. But boy, there's some really stupid things that get said. And, and I saw a lot of that. I saw both. I, I saw some people you know, standing up for you know music and standing up for this and stand up for that. And then I saw people just mashing on it. saw people use scripture. And I can tell you right now that most of the scripture that was posted, in my opinion, was taken out of context. Very much so. Especially under the guise of what was being discussed. So with that, I want to share with you... I want to share with you my thoughts on music. And and, I, and like I said, I love music. I'm a musical person. I do not play an instrument. I have a difficult time playing a CD player. So um, with that, I, I, I love music, though. I, I really love, and I love lots of music. I love lots of genders of music. I love lots of faster music. I, I grew up on the old hymns. Um, I still have some favorites. I still have some that, that if they were being played today, I would enjoy um, it, it's it, i used to call and i do i, I call it my mama's music <laughs> the old the old hurt you know church hymns it's not my favorite I, I like a lot of the newer music i like the newer style i like the fact that it's you know it's culturally relevant today to a lot of, of degree but i but I still hold fast to a lot of the old songs that were that were very solid really solid songs you know the old rugged cross is my absolute favorite i, I love that song i, I love the story that it tells um, and and, and, it's, and it's in its entirety it is literally the story and song of, of Jesus being being crucified on the cross. I love that story and I love that song. There's lots of, of hymn songs that still carry much value, carry much power in the word that's being spoken or, or sung if you will during worship time. but in the same token, there's a lot of music today that carries value um i can spend a lot of time worshiping being lost in the in the spirit of the lord no, no no way around it i can be lost in his presence and in his spirit in song simply because i love music and i love how it inspires us it it it, it has such power that vladimir lenin who was a father of communism one of the fathers of communism but vladimir lenin made a statement but he said if you can control a people's music you can control a people that's a pretty powerful statement but it's also a very true statement you you look back through history um Rhonda and I were talking about this morning about this because I know Rhonda is a musician she she plays the keys and 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 you know worships and 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 she you know she loves the the old hymns she loves playing the old the old gospel songs of, of, of that carry such power with them, and I love listening to her play. So we we discussed this this morning. I, I wanted to I wanted her her thoughts is what I wanted. So we we spent some time talking about this subject. And I, I told her I said I really wish you were here beside me. Uh, we we keep talking about tag teaming this this podcast and. And bringing her in and just having a discussion, and this would be a great discussion for me to have with Rhonda beside me about music because she is a musician and she's she loves music and, and she she has the, the the wherewithal to talk about some of the old um, songs of power that that, that are, have been sung through the ages of our of, of faith. Uh, so I love that. And I love that concept. So we talked a lot about it this morning. And and just like the Bible talks about iron sharpening iron, that's exactly what her and I do. We spend a lot of time um, sharpening each other, challenging sometimes. <laughs> I think she gets frustrated with me every time, you know, from time to time. But um, but we gain from each other, and and that that's that's honestly what life is about is that iron sharpening iron as we as we process through the things around us. So as we talk about all this music, and we talked about multiple different things, um. Just the fact of how, how over the years, one, she, she made the comment of, can you imagine what, you know, our grandparents would have thought about the sixties music? You know, the sixties is where we were born, right? I mean, that's where Ron and I were born in the sixties, but the music of that day, think about the sixties music. (laughs) Some of you are going, Oh yeah, I like some of that stuff. But can you imagine what our grandparents thought about the '60s music? How much that changed. What about when we get to the '70s? Now, so I, I'm I'm kind of a fan of some of the '70s. I like the old guitar rock. That was some of my favorite music. Was was the guitar rock? You know, the hair slinging. You know, I I mean, I didn't really care much for the hair slinging, but I like the guitar music. I like the guitar rock. But how it changed. How how those genres have changed through the years. Christian music has followed suit. There's been a lot of Christian bands. We talked about uh, one, actually the very first concert that I ever went to, the very first group that I went and saw in a venue was Petra. I don't know if, you know, some of you will, will recognize Petra. It was their not of this world tour. I still have their vinyl albums. The The covers are so cool. I wish I, wish I could show you a picture. The cover of the of the not of this world albums were guitars that looked like something out of star trek it's like the, the the guitars look like spaceships but it was the knot of this world tour you know the music was rock but the the lyrical strength was there um the guys that that, that were about petra were, were pastor's kids i mean these these guys were they were knowledgeable a lot of people argued with them and, and when they came on the scene they took a lot of heat because they're bringing a, a gospel music that's not like our forefathers' gospel music. This stuff's rock and roll. And, and through that, it's transitioned over the years to where we are today. And, and there's a lot of controversy surrounding today's Christian music. But I have to, I have to question this. I know that you know, I, can, I could bring up several songs that have been written that were maybe fraudulently came about um there's a lot of music out there that now we know that the creator of that music might not have been who they said they were you know i mean maybe they weren't truly following the lord but god used them to produce a sound that was incredible Um, one of my favorites i mean honestly one of my favorite songs um is thank you um thank you was was I mean, it's a powerful song. It's talking about thank you for, for giving to the Lord. I've sang it. I've sang it to pastors. I've sang it at my grandmother's funeral. I, I've, I've sang this song a lot over the years. Um, the creator of that song might not have been who we thought he was. I'll just leave it at that. There's lots of music out there like that. But does it change the power in the music? No, I, I don't think so. I, I'll argue with this if if necessary because I don't think it does. When, when we look at lyrical songs that talk about the, the movement of the Spirit, the, 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 the Holy Spirit's power that can come in the process of listening to music, the, the, the fact that we can be swept away in music is, is, is part of our human makeup. It's part of our human nature. I, I got a feeling that if you were to—let's to, take David— you know, David worshiped before the Lord. They danced before the Lord. I kind of got a feeling he wasn't listening to Petra. I mean, you think about the the music of David's era. Era, era, not error, <laughs> era. What would he think about today's stuff? But in the same token, would he not be lost in some of today's worship, the same as we are? I I think, yes, I think he would. Yes, it was different than from his day. Obviously different. I mean, I'm not a fan of tambourines. Hope I don't hurt your feelings if you carry your tambourine to church. But I I, I mixed sound quite a bit. And that little tinky-tinky coming out of that tambourine can cause a sound guy... A nervous breakdown in the sound booth. I can tell you that, because <laughs> it produces a sound that just doesn't fit with most anything else on today's market. So, anyway, I don't, I don't mean to hurt your feelings about that. If you're, if you're a tambourine player, man, you, you blow that thing out. You know, praising the Lord, He said to make a joyful noise unto Him. Didn't, didn't say what to use. So you keep doing it, all right. But, uh, <laughs> but I, I think the problem that comes is, is we begin to dissect music. We begin, to, we begin to maybe put it into categories that eh, maybe we shouldn't be. You know, the, the, this, this, this commenting that was going on on that thing I read last night talked about how scripturally wrong, they weren't using scripture, they weren't using God's word, you know, and, 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 and doctrinally unsound. Man, I don't listen to music based on doctrine. And here's the key element to this. Music is not the foundation of my belief. then This may be where we where we really need to to let the rubber hit the road here a little bit, because music isn't isn't where where I draw my my faith from. It enhances my faith sometimes, I guess because I can find myself worshiping the Lord and then the Lord tells us we're created for worship. He created us to worship him. He created us to be this relational worshiper, you know, that connects to him. I can connect to God through a lot of today's music. I can connect to him through a lot of yesterday's music. Uh, the, the 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 worship is the same. It it when the spirit of God begins to move, I don't care if it's to fill my cup, Lord, which Ron and I talking about this morning. <laughs> I don't care if it's to fill my cup, Lord or or to the rolls called up yonder. If the Spirit of God is moving in the midst of it, it doesn't matter what the song is. doesn't matter who wrote it, doesn't matter who they are today, uh, whether they're fallen from grace or not doesn't make any difference to me. I am lost in the moment of worship to my God, Whom I believe in, not based on a song, but based on my belief in his word. My relationship with God comes from his word, comes with with truth that comes that I've I've learned to respect and read out of his good book. That's where my faith is built from. My faith isn't built from a song. I, I honestly, I don't really know anyone, personally anyway, that I could say, they gave their life to the Lord because of a song. I, I can, however, personal affect someone close to me who, through music, God led them back to him. I'll, I'll definitely say that. You know, God will use music as a tool, and then I believe that's how we need to see music today. It's a tool in our tool belt. You know, there are days I need to hear something uplifting there are days I need to hear um, the praise that comes in in a in a fast moving, you know, rocky kind of Christian song. I, I don't listen to anything else, folks. I when I gave my life to the Lord, and this has been ooh boy, clear back um, ninety mid nineties, ninety 95, 96, so, somewhere in that time. You know, I don't have that date written down. I don't guess I thought anything about it back then um, but but I I was born and raised in, in church. I was born and raised, my mom was a church secretary, my dad was a deacon, all these things. I did not I did not pursue the Lord. I had a lot of experiences with God through my years, obviously but I didn't have an encounter with Him until I was well into my adulthood and that, that encounter that I had with Him changed my life forever I, I can't go back I won't go back I keep my eyes set forward from that moment on, and 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 there's been a lot of heartache. There's been a lot of struggle. My my life has been full of challenges. I'm not I'm not here to tell you that that since I gave my life to the Lord in the moment of that encounter with Him, that everything's been peachy keen because it has not been. There's been some real struggle, but I will tell you that that my faith is built on Him, and and when He delivered me, when when we had this encounter. This this dark moment in my life when I encountered God for for real, and I gave my life surrendered my life to Him completely. I had a I had a ten channel programmable cassette AM/FM player in my redneck Ford pickup with sit higher in the back than it did in the front with the big wide tires and the mud flaps that had horse country on them. Had the little whoop antennas on my antenna you know my mirrors you know, I mean I was the real deal right, <laughs> whatever that means. I had a gun rack in my back window, too, if that helps you. But, um, <laughs> but through all this, on that 10-channel programmable radio that I had in my pickup, there were probably 10 different country stations that I had plugged into that. I might have had the cat at Oklahoma City, which was rock and roll wild stuff, because occasionally I might listen to something like that. But ultimately, they were all country music stations. When I had my encounter with the Lord, for 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 whatever this is worth, I want you to catch this because for whatever it's worth, I felt the need to find something different to listen to. There was only one Christian radio station within earshot of where I lived in Stewart, Oklahoma. And that radio station was 88.7. They've now have a sister station that I listen to every day. That that's the house FM, but 88.7 was was the the original for for, for music coming out of Ponca City is where the, the station is located, and I plugged that 88.7 into all ten channels of my radio and my pickup. And and listen, it was not what I would say music I was listening used to listening to, because <laughs> not only did I get the the gospel music that was being played out of there, which was honestly a lot like church music, it it came with Tony Evans, it came with uh, some some other preachers that were that were bringing messages on the radio that they would air out. It came with teaching programs. I listened to all of it. I, I literally listened to whatever was being broadcast on that station every day that I was in my pickup. I believe I needed it and I, and I still do. You know, honestly today you get in my, my, my grandsons, I picked them up from school the other day and the radio was playing my pickup and they were kind of jamming along to a little song and they're like, what is this? And I said, what's well, Christian radio? It's, you know, told them where the station was out of punk city. It's the house FM, but they, you know, they we were bumping along the music and, and we, and I talked about the fact that this is all I listen to. Whenever you get in my truck, it's what you're going to hear. Um, I I travel in other cars, I change the radio station. You know, uh, when I'm working on someone's car, it's not professional to change their radio station. But if I have to drive that car any any distance, I'm probably going to. I'll try to change it back or at least turn it off or something. But but I listen to Christian music, and and it's what I... I don't want to listen to anything else. I don't like listening to anything else. I, I get into a vehicle that's got something else playing, I'll either turn it off turn it down where I can't hear it or I change the station if, if if I'm traveling across the country and I punch through all them buttons and I, I seek and find and I can't find Christian music turn it off you can call me weird if you want to it's just I'm conditioned now to, to that to that Christian music and you know honestly I've never really cared, who the artist was that produced the song. I've never really cared whether or not they're a Christian or not. There's a lot of music that gets played on Christian music today that has no spiritual value. Honestly, I know. Holy cow, are you kidding me? It's on a Christian radio station. Have you ever thought that maybe just good quality entertainment is healthy? There's a lot of songs out there today. There's one particular I was talking to Rhonda about, and I, and I can't remember the band. I'm not good with that stuff. But the song is the Sadie Hawkins dance. Many of you are going to go, oh, yeah, I know that song. Have you ever really heard any scriptural value to Sadie Hawkins dance in your khaki pants? <laughs> I haven't. Did it matter to me? No. It's just good quality music. I would much rather my children and my grandchildren be listening to that than the other garbage that the world has to offer, right? I mean, is that not a valuable point? I I mean, even if it doesn't necessarily have some scriptural, you know, biblical connotation to it, wouldn't it be better just to have good, clean music for them to listen to? But in the process of Sadie Hawkins' dance in your khaki pants, that radio station is also going to play things just like that, Josh Baldwin or whatever his name is. You know, God, my fear doesn't stand a chance when I stand in Your love. You know, it, it's going to have things like Waymaker. You know, it's it's going to have songs like Jesus Lover of My Soul. Oh boy, that one came out of Hillsong. Hillsong is, you know, maybe not who they say they are. I don't care. You know, there's a there's a controversial song. Um, that, that's talked about quite frequently from time to time. And it's, oh how, I lo- oh, how He Loves Me. Oh, how he loves me. Oh, The guy that wrote that song was fraudulent. He wrote it in a fraudulent manner. Do I care? Nope. Because I'm not about the guy that wrote the song. I'm about what he's thinking. This is a song about the spirit of God. How he loves me. That's how I relate that song to me. How, how no matter the storm that comes, it's not going to blow me down because my God has me. I mean, that's how I see music today. And, and I, I know maybe there's some controversial stuff. Maybe you can argue with me if you want to. I don't care. I'm just giving you my point of view today about our music that we listen to. Positive, quality stuff that's going into us. It's not my foundation. It's not where I draw my faith from. My faith comes from from my time spent in God's Word, my time listening to quality messages being preached, my time spending spending time with the Lord, my time spending with my wife ironing, sharpening iron, you know, that, that type of thing. That's where that's where my faith comes from. You know, I, I had it said of me, well, you only believe what you do because it's what you've been taught. Duh. (laughs) I mean, is that not a true statement? I do believe what I have in me today, what my belief system is today because of how I've been taught, but I will also tell you that my faith has grown in my experiences and encounters with a holy God throughout my entire life. There are things that can't be explained any other way. You'll never be able to take them from me because I have them recorded in my heart. I believe the way I believe because God has worked in me, through me, around me, and I have experienced it, encountered it, and seen it firsthand. You won't take that from me. You know, yes, it started because it's what I was taught growing up. It's what I grew up in. I was believing that from the beginning. But I'll tell you right now, if you've never been taught the Word of God, if you've never, maybe you didn't grow grow up in church, maybe you don't have any foundation in faith, it doesn't change the fact that God's still seeking you. He's still looking for you. His desire is still to have a relationship with you. Because I'll tell you right now, the Bible says that that before you were ever formed in your other's, mother's womb, God set you apart to be a voice to the nation. He, he has called you. He has set you apart. You're his. From, from, from way before inception, he knew who you were going to be, who you are, who he called you to be. Now, you have a choice in how you want to live the rest of your life. And 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 in that choice, I question why God gave us a choice. I mean, it might be a whole lot easier if He wouldn't have. <laughs> I mean, you know, if, if He'd have just, you know, picked out the bad guys and the good guys and let us have it life. But but He didn't. He gave us a choice. We can either be a bad guy or a good guy. We have to determine who that is and where it's going to be and what's going to change in our life. But listen, I can tell you right now. I don't care who you are, don't care what you believe. I know. That the God of all creation is searching for you. He is seeking you. He is always there for you. All you have to do is surrender. Very difficult thing for us to do. But that's what he's called us to. This, this moment of surrender. That, that's what I happened to me in my dark point in my life. I surrendered. I'd heard this stuff my whole life. i never never followed it. But that particular moment in my life was black or white, life or death. God whispered something into my ear that I heard him say, and it changed me forever. I surrendered that very night, and I've never looked back. That's how life can be. You find yourself in a place, you find yourself in the darkness, he is our light. You find yourself confused, he's our truth. You, you can argue with it till the cows come home. Doesn't change anything. There will come a day when every knee shall bow every tongue shall confess you don't have to believe it but I do and I'm going to continue to preach it till the day the cows come home <laughs> or the day he comes here to get me one way or another from from my my pedestal will always be preaching the word of God in the best way I know how relational conversational man I'll sit down and have a conversation with you I'm not going to be argumentative. I'm just going to. But but no matter what you say to me, you're going to have to listen to my truth as well. You know, you'll have to take it for whatever it's worth, and then you can do whatever you choose with it. That's that's really the way God was. Jesus on this earth traveled around and he spoke the truth. Not everybody accepted it. Many went away confused. Many went away mad. I guess. But many also saw what he was, who he was, and what he offered, and changed their life forever. It's your choice. So whether or not you like Christian music or not, whether or not you like who wrote it, who sung it, who created it, who plays it, it really doesn't matter. It, it, it always what matters is is that you find something that that, that God can use to pour into you. If all you do is spend your time being argumentative, you're probably going to miss out on some of the joy and the peace that he truly can offer through many facets of life. There's a lot, but we have to choose to, to accept it. I personally, I'll listen to Christian music. Like I said, don't really care who wrote it, don't care about their lifestyle. I know what the music says to my heart. That's what matters. And there's not all of it does. There's some of it that I don't like. There's some of it I think, well, that was dumb, you know. <laughs> but there's a tremendous amount of music on our Christian radio waves out there today that carry with it the Spirit of the Lord. It's all in how you receive it. Listen, if there's something that messes with you doctrinally, that, that comes against the Word of God, I'll tell you right now, shut that crap off. Don't Don't tolerate it. But I've yet to ever hear a song like that on Christian radio. The, the person who wrote it may very well be that way. But I've not ever heard a, a, a song being played on Christian radio that is doctrinally necessarily unsound in the way that I've heard it. I could be wrong. I, you know, I've been known to be wrong once or twice in my life. don't happen very often. You can ask my wife. But I will say, that I don't listen to music for doctrine. I listen to music either for entertainment purposes or simply a place to find myself in the presence of God and worshiping Him. I might pick the music I choose for that, I guess. You don't have to listen to all of it. But I would encourage you to get positive radio in your life. Bring your doctrine from from how your belief system is built. You know, set your foundation on the word of God. I got news for you. There's a lot of there's a lot of uh, doctrinage things out there that aren't right either. Set your set your mind on the things of God. Get into God's word. Don't take what I say. Get into God's word and test me. Know that, know that what I say to use the truth. That's very important. We we need to understand that God created us with a, with a brain. He created us with a, with a knowledge base. He created us for a learning base. We need to learn. Get into his word. Test the spirit. That's what he said. Test the spirit. Know that what you're being told is the truth. Don't take any man's word for anything. Always test it against God's word. Amen. Man, I hope you get something from this. <laughs> I know this has kind of been a random shoot here, just kind of um, throwing arrows out in different directions, but Ultimately, music is powerful. I love music. I, I love speaking about music. I could, I could spend a lot more time on a lot more subjects right now about music. But I will tell you this. Let God control your heart, not man. Don't, don't, let, don't let things uh, that don't really have any value to your faith. Don't let them distract you. Get into God's Word. Get into God's worship. And and if and if music isn't your gig, then turn it off. But I think you'll find that if you'll if you'll listen to music for what its value is, the fact that we're getting into the presence of the Lord. There there might be controversy surround it on the backside. I don't go there anyway. All I'm after is that place in his presence. God bring me into your presence. Bring me into the Holy of Holies. Take me in by the outer court. You know, I want to be in your presence. I want to be in the right there with you, beside you, feeling everything you feel. One of my favorite songs is, and I, I never can remember the name of this dumb thing, but it talks about, um, let me drink from the cup in your hand. Let me, let me lay back against you and breathe. Feel your heartbeat. I absolutely love that song, but God showed me something really interesting about that song. That, that cup, let me drink from the cup in your hand. The only place that, that Jesus ever, ever references a cup is when he's in the Garden of Gethsemane. And it's when he says to his Lord and his Father, Father, if this cup could but pass from me. He, he was talking about his journey to the cross, his journey towards death, his, his, the, brutal, the, the brutal life ahead of him, dying on that cross in the most brutal fashion known to mankind crucified on a cross. That's what was in his cup. Do you really want to drink from the cup in his hand? Because that's what he's asking. Let me drink from the cup in your hand. God, let me let me die to myself. And then let me lay back against you and breathe. I want to feel your heartbeat. Music can be powerful. Music can be very, very powerful. But you have to see it for what it really is. It's a tool. Use it to draw close to God. Listen. God will speak to you in the midst of it. But don't let, your, don't let your your whole faith be built on that. It must be built on the very foundation of the Word of God. Has to be. Without that foundation, everything else is going to crumble. Build your life of faith on the Word of God. Amen. God bless you guys. We love you. We thank you for following along on these podcasts. We thank you for following along on our ministry. Um, like I said, I mean, I pray that this speaks something into you. I pray you gain something from this today. Uh, I I don't want it to be an argumentative thing. I don't want it to be something that turns you away. I just really felt like I needed to to speak into this today. You know, your foundation of your faith is based on your relationship with the Lord. And it's got to be personal. It has to be personal. The Bible tells us to pray without ceasing. You know, no, I don't think that means that you should walk around with your eyes closed and your head bowed. You're going to bang into stuff. It's not going to be safe. I think do think what he means is this, this conversational relationship where I'm in this constant communion with God, seeking him, listening to him, hearing him, him hearing me. I do it every day. I live in it. I have to. I have to have him in my life every moment of every day. Otherwise, I'd go nuts. Amen. But God bless you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening today. We pray that uh, that God pours in over you. Um, Ron and I pray over you as our listener base. We, we pray that God speaks to you. We pray that God blesses you. If in turn that you can bless us, I, I challenge you to pray for us. Spend time praying over your leadership. Spend time praying over your pastor. Spend time praying over those who pour into you. They need it, I guarantee you. If you can, if you can financially support us, we'd appreciate that as well. Uh, we're, we're definitely in a place where God's taking us deeper. Um, it requires... Financial support. There's no way around it. Uh, We're in this almost full-time, or actually I am full-time right now, um, doing whatever God's calling us to do. Sometimes that's going to require some outside interest. And and we appreciate those who already support us financially. If God lays it on your heart, you can find our giving links on our webpage, www.livingloudoutdoors.com. That's living without the G, L-I-V-I-N, livingloudoutdoors.com. You can find these links also on our Facebook page. for Living Light Outdoors as well. We love you. God bless you. Pray that he pours something over you today. And I pray that the next time you hear a Christian song on the radio, that you feel his presence in it. Amen. We love you. God bless you. We will talk to you again real soon.